What's up, everybody? This is Jesse Lee, recording the second episode of um, Make and Grow Your Online Business, or Create and Grow, and whatever I named it. I don't remember what I named it, um, so I don't have it memorized, so I'll have to get better at that. But yeah, this show's all about internet marketing tools, tips, techniques, productivity hacks uh, for business owners, content creators, anybody who's looking to develop an audience for the purpose of monetizing it, or anything like that. Um, so... If you notice, I'm talking a bit quiet, and it's because I'm actually traveling right now, and this ties into the topic of the episode, and um, right now, so I live in Houston, and right now I'm in Los Angeles, and I'm in a house that some friends that are putting me up, and they're all sleeping right now, but I knew that I wanted to get this podcast episode out because I think it's important, to be honest, so... um, Today's episode is going to be all about content creation for, um, you know... Uh, basically, yeah, content creators, business owners who are looking for more lead generation and get people involved from the informational aspect. Um, so, uh, you know, this is sort of a general thing. It applies to different forms of content, whether you're writing blog posts, informational blog posts, or if you're doing YouTube videos, podcasts, Instagram posts, you know, um, any of that stuff, uh, Facebook marketing or anything like that, where you're creating consistent content for your uh, viewers. And when I say content, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to say something. I use the word content. I really am trying to switch my vocabulary. I do not like the idea of content because what it does is it, con- it conjures up images of um, reposting other people's stuff, uh, basically making spun articles that are written by AI, you know, uh, article writers and things like that. And uh, to me, content just says you're producing a bunch of crap just to produce crap. What I'm talking about is value, and I'm talking about informational value um, in whatever your niche is. Uh, so now uh, that might be more informational. Maybe it's art. You know, if you're a musician or something like that, you're trying to grow your Spotify following. So the topic today on content and value, what I would say is valuable content, is um, how to create it quickly and effectively and in a a qualitative way in which um, is good enough to post, Um, but how to avoid perfectionism in this, because perfectionism is, uh, this is the big thing that holds people, a lot of people back, is when they start, you know, they want to, you know, basically kind of grow their online following and so they start producing content and let's say they start a YouTube channel and it takes them two weeks to edit, film and edit a video. And uh, so it's just like, they only get out every two weeks, right? So they only get out two videos a month. You gotta think after 12 months, that's only 24 videos, right? Um, So I wanna show you how to create content and valuable content much quicker, much quicker. Um, and to be able to pump it out because really what the name of the game here is speed. Um, anything done quickly that isn't too perfect is better than something that's not done at all. Um, and I want to illustrate that with a story. And so the story goes like this. Um, my brother told me this story. He said there's this guy in art class one time and he said the art teacher gave two assignments to these, the, his art class, um, for a whole semester and he said okay here's the two assignments and you can pick one so all the students had the choice of either assignment A or assignment B and the teacher said assignment A is you can do 
three sculptures. By the way, I forgot to mention this is a sculpting class. Um, so the, the, the teacher said you could do three sculptor, uh, sculptings this entire semester. So they would have, if they only did three, they would get all this time to perfect every little detail on the sculpture. And he said, assignment B is, if you don't want to do the three sculptures, you can pick assignment B. And assignment B is to do 100 sculpts, sculptings, sculptures, whatever you call it. Um, <laughs> um, so at the end of the semester, I want you to guess in your mind right now, which group of students you thought had better artwork? Group A that was able to spend all this time because they only had three uh, sculptings, sculpts, sculptures, whatever you call them. I don't know how to say that plural. Um, something you guys are going to learn about me. I'm a little bit dyslexic, so I have trouble with words sometimes. Um, uh, anyway, so I want you to guess though. Is it group A that had better artwork, right? The ones that got to spend a ton of time perfecting all these little details, or was it group B? Oddly enough, the teacher took a tally at the end of the semester, and the student who was telling us, you know, who basically experienced this whole thing, noticed that everyone who was in group A had okay art, but by the end, the kids, the people in group B who had done a hundred sculptures had much better artwork by the end of it. And it was because they got good at cranking out, like basically they, they got to, to practice all that over and over and over and over again. And they didn't waste time on perfectionism. So the point I wanna make here is that when you start producing your content, the name of the game is speed. Cause if you don't have a fast way to get it out, you're gonna get discouraged and you're gonna quit. Because what ends up happening is you spend two weeks on something and you post it and you think it's gonna go viral because you spent all this time making it perfect. And the reality is nobody gives a crap and it's not gonna go viral. And if you put content together that slowly, what's gonna end up happening is you're not gonna give the algorithms for any of these search engines, um, whether it's YouTube, Google for blogs, you know, Spotify. If you're not given, if you're not feeding those things enough information, um, then you're really not, um, they don't know how to categorize you and how to rank you. Um, what you really got to do is produce a ton of content and you get better at optimizing that over time. As you produce content, you're going to figure out better keywords. You're going to figure out better descriptions with keywords in them. You're going to figure out better ways to categorize yourself and your information. Um, and that's going to give, whether it's Google, YouTube, any of these, it's going to give much more information on how to rank you and who to show you to. So it's super important that when you start producing content, you do it in a very fast way. And I want to prove this, that, that it's possible. With this podcast, I'm going to basically, I'm recording this, I'm shooting from the hip. Um, this is all ad libs. I have an idea of what I want to talk about. And I'm pretty good at talking because I love to teach. This is consultations, what I do for a living. So um, I've gotten really comfortable with this. And I'm going to have this up and running maybe five or ten minutes after I'm done recording this. I won't have to edit it because I know the topic so well that I don't, I'm not going to, maybe I'll stutter over my words. Obviously, you can tell I use a lot of ums, buts, and errs. But the important thing with your content is if you are really an expert in your field, and you have to own this, you really have to know if you're an expert in your field. If you are the expert that you think you are, you should be able to talk about your topic forward, backward, doesn't matter what it is. 
Um, and, and you should be able to provide a lot, lot, lot of value for people. Um, so the first key to really good content creation is you have to get it good at doing it fast. Otherwise you get discouraged and you stop because nothing ever happens. You don't get enough likes. Uh, you need to be able to feed those algorithms a lot more. So if you could get in the habit of at least weekly, at least weekly, if not daily producing content, um, then that's going to be super, super helpful. The other thing this is going to do is it's going to help you develop your voice. And, and when I say voice, I don't necessarily mean your speaking voice, the tone of your voice. What I mean is how you come across to your audience. When you first start with this whole game, you a lot of people are very nervous, especially if you're a YouTuber, you know, you don't like being on camera. Um, you you kind of have to get comfortable with just, you know, being energetic and being in front of a camera or being recorded like on your podcast. I'm doing this on my phone right now. Um, you just have to get comfortable with it. And what doing this early in the early stages does for you is if you're able to pump out content consistently, constantly, it's going to slowly get optimized and better and better over time. And what you're going to be able to do is pump it out fast and you're going to have more confidence. And it's okay at the beginning that you're not getting a ton of likes and views on your stuff or interactions because in the beginning, you're going to be super awkward anyway. So now this is the second episode of my podcast. Um, I'm pretty comfortable with talking here, but that's because I've been doing other, I've done podcasting for other niches quite a bit. And I've also done tons of YouTube videos and blog posts. Um, no, I like this niche the best. Uh, I love podcasting because it's super easy to create content, quite frankly. I actually, um, I stopped creating as much drumming content because I don't have a studio right now as I moved. Um, one of the issues that I came across was man, I was getting so discouraged with drumming because, um, and you guys could check out my, my Instagram is JL Kickboom, and I have a, a YouTube channel that I don't remember what it's called, but um, it was super hard for me to create content consistently because when you do drums, you have to really, I mean, drums are so loud that when you're miking it, you can't just mic everything and expect it to be okay. Otherwise, if the drums are good, then when you're teaching, your voice is too quiet. And if your teaching voice is good, um, then the drums are going to be too loud. So it's incredibly hard to do. I had to reorganize my whole room because I didn't have a studio. You, when it comes to creating content fast, the number one thing you got to do is you got to figure out a system that works where you can create a piece of content with almost no thought other than brainstorming some ideas and being able to crank it out within a couple of hours. So this is the next tip I want to give you is whenever you do your content, you need to set yourself an unreasonably short, uh, very strict time to produce this content in. So if you're making an Instagram post, it should be no more than, depending on what type of content it is, you know, if it's a video, photo, you know, whatever it is, you got to spend a little time editing, whatever it is, you just got to make it super fast. However long it takes you to normally do it, try to cut that in half. Right. For me, for making a YouTube video for drumming, it would normally take, with all the setup and everything like that, it would take me, you know, maybe an hour or so of planning. Actually, planning was the easy part. Uh, probably wouldn't even take an hour of planning, but it would take a long time to move stuff out of the way, set up my drum kit. So by the end of the day, it's like, I've, I've you know, it it's take four or five hours to get, you know, a decent recording. And then I would have to edit the audio and all these different things. Um... So it ended up being like a two or three day process for one video. Whereas, you know, for the for this 
you know, this niche, you know, my, my YouTube channel for this, uh, which is parallel to this podcast, um, I can create content super fast because I don't have to work, worry without those mics. And I really like it a lot better, to be honest. Um, at some point in the, in the future, I will get a studio where I can crank out content as fast as possible. But it's just not possible right now. So I'm choosing to do things where I can create content a lot faster. And being that I do consultations for helping people grow online businesses, that's why I love this format. So that's the that's the tip. Uh, that's one of the tips for creating content really good quickly is you have to have a, a plug and play system where, uh, you know, for this podcast, for instance, it's like, I just turn on my phone. That's it. I turn it on record and then I upload and that's it. Uh, so you have to figure out a way to be able to create, you, you have to figure out like the, basically the lowest friction way to be able to create content as consistently as possible. Then later, you know, a year down the line, after you've done this every single day, you're going to start to see a lot of likes, a lot of traffic, a lot of people clicking on your links. Um, if you do this every single day, you'll have 365 awesome pieces of content. And you know whatever search engine you're using, they're going to know how to categorize you a lot better because you've been feeding it data that entire time. And then you can slow it down, right? But at least in the beginning, you've got to get real comfortable and you've got to produce a lot of content, partly to get comfortable in your own shoes and your own voice, partly to feed the algorithms a lot of data about who you are and what you're talking about, uh, and partly because over time it's also going to get cleaner and cleaner. Your recording quality, because you're going to have that plug-and-play system, you're going to add little bells and whistles on, like, oh, well, um, now I have this way to add plug-and-play music where I didn't have to think, you know, before it took a long time to search for music, and now I have this system where I could, or whatever it is, you know. Um, so... Uh, now, you guys also know I'm a little bit ADD, so uh, what have we covered so far? Because I'm sure there's some things I haven't talked about yet. So we talked about creating content quickly. I gave you the story. Uh, we talked about the tips of you want to create a system where it's plug and play so you can create it fast. Um, yeah, I just I, I really wanted to make this episode just recording in this house as I'm traveling to prove to you that... This is my second episode, and it's really important for me to get this information out to people because I, I think I, this is one of the biggest things I've seen discourage people. Um, oh, this is my next tip: is surveying your audience. Now, a lot of people don't know what to do for content, um, so the reason I'm doing this podcast is because I've seen so many people that don't know what to post to keep things interesting for their viewers. And because of that, they end up spending a lot of time on things that nobody really cares about. And the proof to this is I want you to think about your last five or ten posts on social media or your blog or whatever it is, YouTube, Instagram. I want you to think back to the past five or ten posts. Honestly, how much interaction did you get on those posts? I'm willing to bet that it probably wasn't much. Uh, now... The one thing that I know about my audience is I know they struggle with being able to balance a ton of different things. They, they struggle with knowing where to start and what to start with. Like, okay, how do I possibly uh, create content and how do I build an email? Like, how do I do all these things? Like, I, how do I, you know, video alone, right? Video alone, if you're creating a piece of content... You want to post it in different places. You're like, okay, well, I want to turn my video into a podcast, but 
but I also want to optimize it for Instagram, but that's a different size, right? So that takes another level of editing. And also, it's shorter clips, so you got to edit down the cool parts and just leave the 60 seconds of the best video, whereas the whole 10-minute video could be on YouTube and then, you know, you, the podcast could be full. But then you got to optimize that for Facebook, which is also a different format, right? And then um, Twitter, that's also a different format, and you could, you know, your descriptions aren't going to be nearly as long. And you also want to, you know, get that over your blog, right? Because you want it on your blog so that Google can see it, and you can get traffic there. And then, oh, by the way, Vimeo, you got to have it on Vimeo. That's the other video site. There's just so much to do, right? So here's the thing: I know that my audience struggles with this. Because I just spent a week doing interviews of all the people who have asked me for help with marketing in the past. And this is a topic that came up with every single one of them. So when it comes to creating content to keep things interesting for your audience, the number one step you need to do is ask your audience what they are struggling with this. Right? This is going to be your number one tip to creating amazing value. Again, getting away from the word content. I don't like that word. I like the word value. You want to provide value to your listeners, right? So that's why I'm recording this because I know, but yeah, the top two problems of every single person that I talked to this past week. And I, I talked to a lot of people. Um, every single one of them was struggling with how to manage all the different things to do with their time. They didn't know where to start, right? Um, and then a good number, not maybe not every single one of them, but because of this issue, a good number of those people also had struggled with consistency of being able to pump out content. So here's what I want you to do. Your game plan is this. You're going to go find whatever your business is, right? Let's say you're selling, uh, I don't know, what is, let's say you're selling uh, an info product on how to train dogs, right? I want you to find your top 10 friends who are dog owners and you're going to ask them, hey, what have you been struggling with your dog lately? Is there something that like in your city, maybe nobody else deals with in other cities, maybe, um, or how has COVID affected your, your, you know, taking your dog on walks, like taking it to dog parks with you, you can't in interact with people as much. Like, what are you struggling with right now? This gets to the heart of something called the Ask Campaign that is spelled out in Russell Brunson's book, uh, expert secrets and also there's a book called Ask by Ryan Levesque and basically they lay out the, the best way to produce any sort of content whether it's free content for platforms or if it's paid uh, the way you make it super super valuable is you find your target audience the people you know you want to serve and the like the people you have the gift to serve and you ask them what the heck they need help with that's your. That's going to be the best way to produce content. And you'll get tons of answers. When you ask people what their problems are, people love to talk about their problems. There's two things people love to talk about, by the way. They love to talk about themselves, and they love to talk about their problems. There's probably more stuff than that, but those two things are absolutely positive. If you, if you start to ask them, Hey, where are you like? What's what's your favorite? You know, whatever. What's your favorite movie? They love to tell. The, people love to tell you their favorite bands. They love all sorts of that stuff. And then the other thing they love is they love venting about their problems, right? And a lot of people will say they don't, but they do. Everyone does. It's part of human 
uh, how do you say it? it's part, part of human psychology to be able to process problems by sharing them with other people. And I'm not saying this from a personal, uh, you know, like my own personal perspective. I'm talking about hard, like scientific data from clinical psychologists who, who go into these studies. One thing that we know about humans is to process pain that we are dealing with. It really helps to be able to share it with other people. This is the whole foundation of things like the AA uh, 12-step program or any 12-step program, really. A lot of therapy groups, support groups, it's like you process pain by sharing it with with other people. Um, now, this gets taken a little bit too far when people play the victim, but you know they'll just talk about their own problems a little too much. But here's the point, whether they're playing the victim or not, maybe they're just trying to process some painful thing in their life. There's this huge, 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 huge advantage we have as marketers to tap into people's pain because that's like the beauty of being a business owner is that you get to help them solve that. So they are going to love telling you about it if you really ask them in depth, like, dude, what are you really, what's struggling? What are you struggling with right now? What's keeping you up at night in this, when it comes to your, whatever niche you're working in, right? You find your ideal client, just ask people, whatever you're trying to sell, Put down the selling for just a little bit and ask them what the heck their problems are. Stop selling. Actually, I would just say stop selling for a little bit. Go and find people in your niche, ask them what their problems are, and try to address them. And when you do that, everything else in your business is going to line up. Because this is also going to help you build like an avatar profile of your dream client of the person that you want to sell to, you know? Um, So survey your audience. This is going to give you the best ideas for your content. And you can basically do them in Q&A form on you know, whatever your YouTube channels or your if you're making books, if you're writing books. Um, I mean, you can, if let's say, you know, I know people, um, there's a guy I know of, if you guys know Jim Edwards, he has this unbelievable ability to crank out books ridiculously fast. Um, basically, what he'll do is he'll uh, have an interview with someone in his niche that is having problems. And so they have all these questions that they throw to him. And he just records the interview and then he gets it transcribed and turns it into a book. And um, this is some of the best way to create info, informational content. Um, and he'll have that book up on Amazon selling in a total time of his effort, right? Not including the time it takes to get the transcription back from the transcriptionists, but the total time of effort on his part it takes about an hour for the, you know, maybe a little bit of planning, an hour for the recording. He sends in the transcription, he gets it back, and then maybe an hour for making the cover or outsourcing it to somebody on Fiverr for 10 bucks, and then uploading it to Amazon CreateSpace. And then it from there, it just gets printed on demand. So he can literally create a full informational book on a particular topic that he's an expert on in three hours and have it selling on Amazon. So if he can do that, then you can make your freaking Instagram post or YouTube videos in far less time. I promise you. Um, So let's go over the tips again. One, let's start with the best tip. Survey your audience. Ask them what their problems are. Two, give yourself unreasonably short deadlines for finishing your content creation so that it gets done. Again, done is better than perfect (laughs) because if it's perfect it might not ever get done so you got to be okay with it being a little bit imperfect um in fact let me me, okay we're going to go over some more tips that we covered but i do want to touch on this one uh because there's something i forgot to mention so 
Um, in my free uh, audio recordings that I give to my email subscribers, which you can find, I'll put a link in the description when I get a moment, um, but I have two of them, and um, you sign up for the first one, and I'll give you the second one if you, uh, yeah, just sign up for the first one, you'll be walked through how to get the second one. Um, so I'll put that link in the description, but in those, I walk you through, um, in the second one, I walk you through the four time thieves, and one of them is perfectionism. If you really want to save time, you really have to avoid this perfectionism because it's it's going to be the thing that kills you in terms of wasting just time that's so valuable. So uh, you guys start cranking this stuff out uh, as soon as possible, uh, as fast as possible. Speed is the name of the game. If, if you don't have it fast, uh, you got to avoid the perfectionism. you got to be okay with putting stuff out that is um, not perfect. Now, when I say not perfect, I don't mean that it it can't be distracting. Like, uh, I did a recording of this exact podcast a little bit earlier, and it was a little too distracting because what ended up happening was there were kids screaming in the background because I was in a public place. There were speakers going off, and uh, there was a lot of wind noise, right? So that is distracting. But if you could get rid of the distractions, right, Right now, I'm recording on my phone. It's not going to be perfect, but it's not going to be distracting. So if you can find that perfect balance between it's not distracting and it's just the quality is good enough to where people aren't going to be like, gosh, dang it, this is annoying. Listen to this. You know, every time he says, a, you know, a, a word with a letter P or the or T, right, it spikes on the microphone or something like that. Um, or every time the wind blows, it just, it, you know. It makes the speakers too loud, you know, whatever it is. So you don't want to have content that's distracting, um, but it does not need to be perfect. So you can figure out if you can figure out how to make it where you, you can crank it out super fast, uh, where it's consistent quality, consistent, not necessarily the best, but as long as it's not distracting uh, in whatever your production is, then you're good. So and that's different rules on every platform. So for for podcasting, it's, it can't be distracting audio. Same with YouTube. Um, YouTube video tends to be okay as long as the audio is good. Uh, so just making sure your sound levels are, are pretty good, um, not popping too much. Um, so yeah, um, with, with your writing, not everything has to be absolutely perfect. I mean, the world's best sales writers, they, are, they basically, if you wrote, I mean, you read some of their sales copy. It's like, dude, a grammar teacher would flip out at it. So, um, so yeah. So just keep that in mind. So, all right. Let's. Sorry, I do have a little bit of ADD. So let's go over the tips again. So, first tip is the best one, which I ended with. Uh, well, not now because I reorganized the end here. Um, but the the most important tip is survey your audience. And then another tip is uh, avoid perfectionism. This is a huge, huge time thief. Go check out the link in the description to learn more about that. I cover the other three time thieves. There's four of them total. So avoid perfectionism. This is going to kill your productivity. I'm telling you. The next is um, you want to create a streamlined way to create your content so that you can rapid fire. So that it could be basically from the time of conception when you have the idea of the 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 piece of value that you want to give to your audience to the time it's done, it's, it's done in no more than, you know, depending on what platform you're producing it for, you know, one to three hours, 
even that is a little that's going to be pushing it for some platforms uh, if you spend three hours on like like a podcast or an instagram post like dude you're i mean unless you're like a professional photographer you want to have a branded account something like that that's one thing but um yeah i mean it's just really important that you get more and more valuable stuff out um so next tip is um find the balance between uh quality not being distracted but also not being perfect uh that's another tip uh what's the other tip i covered um yeah get a desktop timer set unreasonably short deadlines for yourself um i think that was it i feel like that's it anyway yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed this one um i'll see you in the next episode but yeah if you want to check out any of the free resources i have i will leave them down below and in the spirit of like i said i want you guys to your first assignment is to go start surveying whoever your perfect client is or your perfect uh, audience member that you're trying to build you know you're you're following whatever it is i want you to go like survey them so in the spirit of that so that i can demonstrate to you how i'm going to do this if you have an issue or a problem that you need help with um, if you want to get an answer to a roadblock you've been having please reach out to me i will leave a voice link uh, a voice message link in the description and you can reach out to me so that you could uh, get your questions answered and maybe even be a guest on the show because like i said in the last thing um, i really like um, you know, having people on because that gives me my best content is when you guys out there reach out to me and tell me what you're struggling with. So with that, I hope you guys have an awesome day and I'll talk to you all later.